0: and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Estefania Galvan, Colombian-raised, USA-based, a hybrid fashion designer passionate about design and the making, the traditional and the new. She's a designer and founder of Chicago-based custom clothing brand that designs for men and women, the Moss brand. Currently, she's building spaces in Web3 through NFTs, education, and technologies like augmented reality with the goal of bridging the gap between the physical and digital worlds by generating experiences and utilities in both. She's an advocate for social responsibility, and she strongly believes in the importance of education, women empowerment and leadership, cultural diversity, and the preservation of the finest craftsmanship. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Estefania Galvan of The Moss Brand. So, today you're sitting down with Estefania Galvan of The Moss Brand. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm excited to be here and to be the 200, yeah, right? Exactly.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited too. Look at this. We're like looking over Chicago skyline, my office space. Super excited. But tell us what you do in one to two sentences.
1: So, I am a fashion designer, and I am a Web3 enthusiast. Awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the other day, maybe like two, three months ago now, you had your one-year anniversary for your yep. show. Or for your, for your, um, your line. Mm-hmm. Walk us through what that was all about. So, it's been one year, from time zero to the show... What was it like outside being a complete whirlwind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we celebrated the first year anniversary of the most brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do something very different. Um, and I also wanted to showcase everything, like all the work, all the collections, mm-hmm. everything at one place at the venue. Um, and to do something very interactive with the people. So. Mm-hmm. I, I've been to different fashion shows and and usually you go and you see the collections and and that's that's awesome mm-hmm. but like I wanted to make the guests uh, participate on the on the show right. on on and the and the event. So we did a multi-sensorial, immersive fashion show. Um, we showcased uh, the collections that we had, even from my previous brand. So before Moss, there was like another brand that was under my name Um, so we kind of like show the journey from Mm. that to what the brand is right now we incorporated the five senses so we had food uh, drinks we had um, different different scenarios where people can interact with the art and with the garments uh, we had the technology part of it that was pretty big. Mm. We had augmented reality. We had some stuff in the metaverse. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty exciting. It, it, the event was sold out. Yep. Um, <laughs> lots of people there, amazing people. It was a great networking opportunity for the guests, too. Um, and now we're thinking what's coming next because people are actually asking when is the next show. So I'm still recovering from this one.
0: <laughs> I think that was one of the best parts of your show, in like, is giving the guests something to do. Like, they know if they get there early to get a seat, they can maybe get some food, get a drink network, quote-unquote network. But after five minutes, you're like, well, who else am I going to talk to? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? But I think it's so many shows, people get, like, ants in their pants sitting around looking for something to do mm-hmm. besides check their phone. And I don't know if I've ever heard of a show starting on time. <laughs> <laughs> True. You know? So, like, having, having something to do gets, like, their energy up, they're excited. And just, like, how you had, like, the, the AR with, like, you know, you scan the tattoo on your arm and then the bird pops up on your phone is so fun it's all those aspects of it It just kind of makes it a whole like it enables all the senses like you said so it's definitely a memorable event it's not just like ooh I liked that piece it's I enjoyed all aspects of it and then I'm going to, like, remember the Moss brand.
1: Yeah. And the music, too. Like, Mm -hmm. the music, the painting. Uh, This is the second time we do the painting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is the second time we do an immersive uh, event. Mm -hmm. Um, The first time was when we launched the brand in June last year. Um, People love the painting. Mm -hmm. People love getting connected with with the pieces, with the rest of the people with the music. Um, So we wanted to do it again. This time we did it a bit different because the theme was the four elements. Mm -hmm. And each element, if you recall, each element had its own space, its own painting. But at the end, everything was connected with the story Mm -hmm. and and the brand.
0: I think that's one thing people are kind of short on with doing fashion shows or just trunk shows or showing up to different events is the follow-up right like you went to the show you had a great time did the like people did the guests get out their checkbook and buy a garment on the spot probably not Mm. but it's a matter of like oh i remember this experience i remember how i felt i should look into this more what i'm ready to buy and stuff like that and kind of like brand awareness
1: yeah and we kind of like wanted to make it easy for people to do that too mm-hmm. so at the event we offered some specials and promo codes mm-hmm. and like we actually had some stuff to sell right. off the rack Um, Also, like if someone wanted a custom made, we had a special pricing for them if they order at the event. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's important. Like you thinking on those little details Mm -hmm. that at the end of the day matter for the client.
0: Cool. So let's take a step back and explain to a lot of the listeners what Web3 is, right? So we mentioned kind of multi-sensory things at your fashion show. We talked about some AR. We talked about a few other things. Mm But let's take a step back and talk about what is Web3, and then we'll talk about how that applies to your business model.
1: Okay, perfect. Yeah. So Web3 is basically the evolution of the web from what we've been seeing before. So Web1, I'm going to try to make it short, but Web1 was back in the day when we only could read information from the web we couldn't interact do nothing just go on wikipedia or (laughs) and read Um, web 2 all the social platforms are born and Mm -hmm. like you as a user can interact with these platforms but at the end of the day you are not the owner of your data or Mm -hmm. the stuff you're you're putting out there web 3 Kind of the evolution, so you can read, you can interact, but you can also own your data mm-hmm. um, that goes related with the blockchain. So everything you you're putting out there goes in the blockchain, and you kind of like trace where the data is and right. who's the owner of that data. Mm-hmm. So it's very powerful as a creator and oh, yeah. and yeah as a user too, because. 'Cause you you really know what you're getting, who are you getting it from and, and you get some perks at the end of the day. Yeah.
0: And I, I think a lot of people get very scared off by Web3, NFT, AR, VR because they hear all these
1: scams. Crazy
0: stories, exactly scams yeah. for sure. Crazy stories about how like it's not gonna work, it's a bubble, it's gonna blow up, or you just hear like, Oh, people got rich off this one thing. But that's existed forever. Yeah. Anything, anything ever. <laughs> like, I used to listen to a lot of, like, business, like, uh, tapes on, like, people tell stories at conferences. And one guy back in like the 60s invested in blue air, like, above, like, a farm. <laughs> and nothing, like, got nothing. You know? <laughs> like, it's not new for people to do scams. So it's good to, like, do your research and understand it. But it's also good to understand how to be a part of it. Yeah. And so how is the most brand being a part of nfts web3 etc
1: yeah so nfts Mm -hmm. web3 metaverse i just see it as a as a another door that's Mm -hmm. there for businesses to use it consumers to use it Mm -hmm. like you take you make the choice if you want to go open that door it's just another opportunity or not right. so what we're doing is we're already doing fashion we're mm. creating garments we're trying to do our best in sustainability uh as a brand uh, but with the metaverse with web3 mm. with the nfts is just like um an extra hand that we that we can not just like as brand and creators mm. use but also like offer that to our clients so for example we let's say you're gonna buy a suit and that suit is an nft so if you're gonna buy an nft you are getting a suit Mm -hmm. which like no matter what if you if we're not in web3 you're gonna pay for that suit you're gonna have it you're gonna own it but what what we're offering is you get the suit you're part of our community because it's is it's growing. is is there already, but not everyone is part of it right. yet, um, and like that gives people the option to to like for sure like know that that's a piece from the most brand because nowadays you know how it is in fashion you Mm -hmm. buy something but like you don't know if that's the (laughs) real thing um with this you can like for sure trace it where it's coming from and then at the end of the day is it's is becoming uh an asset too that you can you can trade Mm -hmm. you can resell you can make money it's kind of like an investment too and i i'll say like one of the like the best things that i that i've seen with these web three spaces coming up is Mm -hmm. the community Mm -hmm. so we wanna like we wanna bring value to this community that's being created right now within the Web3 space to offer them something kind of like a membership. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're planning on having events just for the NFT holders. Uh, so they're getting the pieces, right. but they're also uh, getting these extra perks. Like if we're having a, a, a fashion show or another event, mm. like the one we just had, then we can say like the NFT holders will have free entrance, yep. or we're gonna give special prices for the NFT holders. Mm-hmm. So we want this community to feel like more close to us we're also doing like 101 with like in some NFTs okay. like the 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 team is not big mm-hmm. but people can get behind the scenes of how you're developing a collection what's the design process yeah. or if you're more interesting in the business side then like let's talk about how the fashion industry works mm-hmm. and what I can do from, from a business perspective. So it's all these perks that you want to give to this community that's growing. Mm-hmm.
0: And to be super clear, you were saying right now that with the purchase of a suit, you also get an NFT. And that NFT is essentially like an emblem, mm-hmm. a digital emblem that says you get all these perks. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the physical suit itself. I could give the suit to my brother, yeah. but I still have the NFT myself. Yeah. Cool.
1: And then with that NFT, you can either, let's say you use it for like, you went to a fashion show, mm-hmm. you use it, but then like, you're not going to be able to go to the next one. Right. So you can either sell it or you can transfer it to your friend mm-hmm. uh, and they can use those benefits.
0: Right. And then one last question on that, right? <laughs> so if someone bought a suit and got an NFT, what do they need to accept the NFT?
1: so if you if you wanna have an NFT, Mm -hmm. you need a digital wallet right so you need to create an account there's different platforms where you can do that Mm -hmm. and it has to be with uh crypto so you need to buy instead of like paying with cash Mm -hmm. or debit card or credit card you'll pay with crypto you'll buy on on a platform uh, there's different marketplaces. Uh, we're using OpenSea, but mm-hmm. there's many, and yeah, you get your NFT, you get your your utilities. That's that's mm-hmm. how it's called the the perks. Some NFTs don't have utilities; it's just the art. You're gonna see that a lot, yeah. um, but we we are trying to to be like also very intentional with the with the utilities and the value that we're giving to our clients. Mm-hmm. And we know this is something pretty new. Right. So we we want to make it as easy as we can for the people who want to enter to the space.
0: Cool. So to clarify for the listeners, uh, you get an NFT from the Boss brand with certain purchases, mm-hmm. which is that essentially allows you access... And uh, certain experiences with the brand, but you need something to hold it, and you could actually trade or sell mm-hmm. that uh, NFT to other people. Hopefully, that makes sense. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> uh, <see>, you, that's <laughs> you, go <laughs>
1: you got it.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So then uh, we had a you had an event the other day at uh, Thalia Hall. Um, came upstairs. You had me standing in front of kind of. Uh, the Moss brand logo on the wall, and then there was a camera on me, and then I saw myself on another screen, but in a green suit. Yeah. Explain what that experience was.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, virtual reality. Okay. So another great thing about Web3 and, and all the technology tools um, is that you can enhance the customer experience mm. so we had that a screen that's a, actually like a real suit we we made it right. in real life uh but then we had these amazing talented people creating um the suit mm-hmm. but in the metaverse right. so when people stand in the screen they will see like if they were wearing the suit and that'll f- like the image will follow them as they move, um, so that's like one of the things that I love about it. Because mm-hmm. you you're you're not just like using it as as a as as an extra thing just to right. have, but like you're connecting that with the values that you already have, with the vision that you mm-hmm. already have in the brand. Another thing we had was the, the store in the metaverse. Right. Um, so we don't have a a, a physical store right now. Right. We're, a, we're 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 still a small brand, one year old. Uh, however, we have a store in the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Like you can still showcase your products and you can basically have the store look however you're imagining it right. and and your your clients, your customers can get the experience in a different way, but they can still like walk around, see the pieces and and and, and have a complete different experience from what we're having. And I think it's like,
0: you know, the obvious evolution of looking at yourself in the mirror and holding it up mm-hmm. or even like going to the back room and putting it on yeah is just I think what triggered me is like I see myself it forced me to think where do I see myself wearing this suit when it's just me putting a suit on in a showroom I feel like everyone's kind of looking at me and they're like oh well this would look great at you. I'm like, I'm sure it would. <laughs> <laughs> the light you're supposed to make it look good. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it kind of forced me to think outside the box. Like that's me in VR. Where would I just see myself and then I imagine those extra steps?
1: Yeah. It's and like very
0: interactive that way.
1: And it's not just interactive, but it's very useful for mm-hmm. you as a client. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually talking to a team the other day, like how cool would it be to have... Like in the process of getting a custom a suit custom made or a garment custom made, right. like as the client is is picking uh, what's the style, yep. what's the lapel style. I want peak lapel. I want notch lapel. Like as you go to mm-hmm. actually seeing see it on yourself, yep. like those tools. Like we're not doing that yet, but. Like, we're talking about it, mm-hmm. and and it's possible, it's doable with this technology.
0: It'd be really nice. remember the last time I bought a suit, like, they opened the up a book, like, here are your fabrics. I'm like, great. Like, you touch them, <laughs> but like, you don't know. And then it's like, well, do you want this? Do you want that? And it's obviously all the custom things that I want, but if I wasn't familiar with the terminology or how it look or whatever, it makes it very difficult to agree and then like it, yeah. Like you can see it on the screen. Like, oh, this is what I would look like in this, opposed to this, and like right there. And to that point, um, you're like a big advocate of like social responsibility. Um, so walk us through kind of that and kind of how that influences your brand.
1: Yeah. So. To give a little bit of background, Mm -hmm. I'm from Colombia. I've been living here in Chicago for nine years. I was initially going to stay just for one year, (laughs) (laughs) but plan, change. Um, So I know how it's like being born and raised in a developing country right, and, like, coming here to a different country, different language, um, like, it kind of, like, gave me a different perspective, Mm -hmm. and, and it's always been in my mind, like, how can I, from where I'm standing right now, contribute to my people, or, like, like, any, anything, honestly, like even the environment, right. you know. So um, with the brand, um, one like we always try to be very conscious, like on where we are getting stuff made, mm-hmm. um, manufacture, uh, fabrics, sourcing, all that. Uh, but also like what's the cycle in that right. and, and who are the people we're we're helping right. um, so that's one thing with the brand and with Web3 I've had the opportunity to um, offer an a different perspective too, not just mm-hmm. with the fashion but uh, with Web3 space right. and when the project we have, uh, we we wanna start working with people that probably don't have like and won't have the opportunity to be in a in 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 the u.s like get out of the the cities they live Mm -hmm. but they there's tons of of amazing talented artisans and Mm -hmm. and people that are making great stuff but they just don't have the opportunity to to put it out there so we we want to we want to be intentional and conscious about it and and find the ways that we can not just educate them on businesses how 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 it works right. but also like help them like get the product out mm-hmm. and showcase so we we've done a couple collaborations so far and definitely we're looking forward to to create more and and, and expand
0: yeah i think a lot of people have these ambitious, grandiose ideas when they start companies, right, when they start running them. It seems like a lot of the ways you're phrasing your kind of plans Mm -hmm. is Mm step-by-step, right? As we did this, but we have, this is our next step, and this is our next step, and our next step, not, I'm gonna be the next, like, number one New York fashion designer next year. Just watch out, like. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you wanna be, but you know what I mean? Like, it's very refreshing that you're talking about step-by-step and understanding all the aspects that go into it as a business. Yeah. And so how do you balance that as like a designer? Do you have a business partner that helps you with the business side? Is that all things in your book? How does that kind of all play out for the Moss brand?
1: Yeah, so um, as I say, like, collaboration has mm. been a key for the brand. Right. Um, is is my business partner and myself. And we've been kind of like doing it wearing all the hats Mm -hmm. and but it's like that's why it's very important when you have a vision Mm -hmm. and and it's clear for you and you're able to to talk about it and share that vision because people along the way are gonna connect with that vision Mm -hmm. and help you. So that's that's our story. Like we we've had a vision from day zero and and people come across probably with different resources than Mm -hmm. what we have and they just have been a huge help and in the building of the brand. So from marketing to styling to even the models, Mm -hmm. um, now like, I I also get consulting from from a couple people. I am I have no idea about law or yeah. accounting <laughs> or any of that. But those are things that are very important and crucial for a business that you need to you need to have. That um, you either have the money to pay for those, yes. which is very expensive, yes. or you have people that connect so much with mm-hmm. what you're doing that they're willing to to help. And I always see in like you you're you're getting something like you're getting something very valuable mm-hmm. but you're also giving them somehow some value and 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 having that perspective I think like helps a lot to to do those collaborations.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of people hear the word collaboration right and they kind of mix it up with do do me a favor for free Mm -hmm. or you're going to pay me like a hundred dollars an hour to do this right and i think both exist but just understanding like even the middle ground of that of what you're getting out of for both sides of the relationship like if for my fashion show that i have i have plenty of people who did suffer free. But I did plenty of people, like, what do I owe you? Like, I owe you money for this service, for this knowledge, whatever. And we discussed it mm. up front. Yeah. And, like, it's, you know, stuff adds up. And it's, like, oh, like, was my makeup artist? Like, that group, like, really worth, like, $400? Probably. Because I needed eight makeup artists whatever was back there, you know? Couldn't have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, like, an, like uh, an expense that's, like, necessary. But I think just realizing... If you're going to choose to collaborate on both sides of the coin, what you bring to the table and what their people can bring back to you without saying, what can you do for me mentality, right? Yeah, I think that's where Chicago has a lot of space to grow and why it's exciting that we're like friends and working together is just making things better for so many more people and then not just be like, I'm the best, come to me when you need me or whatever. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and I think like it's and I've seen it a lot in the in the fashion industry where competition is a big thing Mm -hmm. like you don't want to tell what you're doing because people are gonna copy your ideas or you wanna like just just work with a few people but like for me I think like it's kind of like the opposite like Mm -hmm. I try to like just just truly connect with the people that are around me and 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 what what they're interesting in, and what can I like value, um, um, like what what can I bring them mm-hmm. to like add value to what they're doing, and and make it like a win-win. And what you said, like being very honest and upfront to things, like yeah. this is what I have, and. And it's totally fine. I've had people that are like, okay, no, I'm I'm not working with those terms. But I totally support you and what you're doing. And if I can help, and like from a different way, like I'll do it. And that's totally fine. We'll still be friends, yeah. right? No, no hard feelings. But I think like being honest and and being very intentional about what what you're offering. Uh, To people when you're collaborating and it's 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 crucial
0: yeah and like i think a lot of people too who are like looking to get into different aspects of an industry right need to realize they need to do some stuff for free and just offer up the experience Mm -hmm. prime example went to a fashion show literally last weekend recorded everyone walking like i have like a nice ipod rig and like a really nice lens and spent literally 20 minutes finding the right spot to shoot because it's like a really cool infinity loop so they walk kind of all around you so like my shot literally have people like walking through as an ex and then I spent the next like you know five days editing videos and just putting them up online and then taking the models taking I get out of that? No except for experience yeah. like I spent more time doing video editing I understand more stuff about the show itself things of that nature and like some of the models, are like, oh wow, this is so nice to you. Like, you're an amazing person. Some are like cool, like, whatever. I'm used to it. But it's like, if I was trying to be a photographer or videographer, I can't be going around asking for 500 bucks for a show if I don't have a portfolio or learn how to do it well. Mm-hmm. So I think just wanting to be around the right people will open them so many doors.
1: Yeah, you know? totally. And that's another good point. Like, we've had the opportunity to work with people that had tons of experience Mm -hmm. in what they do, but also with people that have just the willingness to learn and do it. And I feel like when you give them the chance to actually do it, Mm -hmm. like, the result is pretty amazing most of the time. Like, whenever you see someone that's very passionate for it, that truly want to learn, and you give them that experience like good things come out from that um, even like from the fashion show we we had like we had models that are with agencies and yep. they've done it for years but we also had other models that it was the first time they were going on mm-hmm. the wrong way right. but like we still did, did castings you were there yeah. <laughs> uh, and and you can see that you know you can you can tell from when someone is truly interested in learning and, and passionate about it mm-hmm. and i think if you can if you can help and by giving them the chance why not I think
0: it's like something very important for like a lot of people now like i was talking to a friend of mine she actually runs a clothing company out of Peru, but she's based here in Chicago. And she was saying, like, her interns, like, ever since, like, COVID kind of lifted, just ghost like, nobody's business. Just, like, don't care anymore. And, again, you know, it's, like, based on, you know, just kind of experience, but people just... It's so weird that people just don't care and just, like, flake so bad these days. And just, like, when you find people who are just willing to, like... Do something, just give it their all, or at least a solid effort. Just let them do it. <laughs> like, it might not be like professional quality work, or it might be like a little bit of an effort, like helping them. But at least someone's there, you know. Like at the show I put on, there's a couple girls who wanted to volunteer in the back. I would have been screwed if I wanted to do it myself. Like, a, I don't want really to be back the whole time so people can like change appropriately, but also, b, I had to be a couple other places at the same time. and they were like what kind of help like this and this and like now we're very good friends they have it on their resumes like everyone's happy it was all just to put together something that we all want to be supportive of each other for
1: yeah, and that's the, like I agree with that. You can teach skills. You can mm-hmm. teach how to make something. You can teach how to upload information to a website. You can teach those things, but you can teach respond to be responsible or mm-hmm. to be passionate about a project or like those things. You you kind of have it in you. Yeah, um, that you can get better. Yes, <laughs> but but it's 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 also like like. You need to take the time to meet your team mm-hmm. and 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 be very wise on who who you want inside or not. Exactly,
0: <laughs> I told you it's very important to know who is joining your team and and why. I like joined up teams like friends in the past. And I'm like, so you gonna do what you agreed to do in our meeting? <laughs> oh, I got busy. I flew to Europe for the weekend okay, you're on the plane ride. Why did not you do it then? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that happens. <laughs>
0: but yeah, like, so anything else you would like to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Like, uh, maybe the best way to get a hold of you, to reach out to see kind your store, follow you on Instagram, et cetera?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, one, don't be a stranger. <laughs> uh, I'm on social media. Instagram is, is my one, my first go to, uh, Estefanía with the E, Galvan three, and I'm also on Twitter. Twitter is mostly for Web three mm-hmm. and Metaverse NFTs. Um, and my 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 username is the designer Of. Um, so yeah, reach out and for the brand is the most brand Mm -hmm. and that's how you're going to find it in all platforms website, Instagram Twitter, you can get the products on the website or you can also send a DM and say I'm interested in a custom suit or in these bandanas or anything you need
0: Awesome, let's wrap with that This episode is sponsored by Why Not Petites. Exclusion is so last season. Why Not Petite is a group of petite models breaking barriers and societal norms in the fashion industry. Their mission is to give petite models of all shapes, sizes, and colors the opportunity to display their talents. They are petite models breaking barriers of style norms in the fashion industry. Through their combined knowledge and experience of the modeling industry, they help guide experienced and beginning petite models towards a confident start in their career. Their work includes opportunities for guest models to participate in professional photo shoots, networking connections with others in the industry, and access to top fashion photographers in the Chicagoland area. They hope to be a home base for models who are driving positive change for petites in the industry. I was actually ecstatic to partner with them for my fashion show in July of 2022. Multiple miles from the Why Not Petite's community, walked in our runway show and left the audience in awe with their incredible grace and energy. Definitely check them out at WhyNotPetites.com or hop on over to their Instagram and search up Why Not Petites. Tell them the Six Five Lanky Podcast dude sent you. Wink. If you haven't already. Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast. As we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. <laughs>